Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, gorgeous human. How are you? I hope you're so, so well. And welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm Evie, I'm your host, and today I am joined by a really special human. We have a guest on the show today, and I can't wait to introduce you to the beautiful Jess Connolly. So let me tell you a bit about Jess, and then we will dive right in because there is so much to cover today. So Jess is based in Nelson, New Zealand, and loves that she has turned her passion into a career. After her experience of burnout in 2017, she wanted to help others learn who they were created to be and how they too can transform their lives and create a better future for themselves. She established her business, Maximize team building and development after becoming an accredited Clifton Strengths coach in 2018. She currently works with individuals, professional teams and partnerships to help them understand themselves and each other. Using Clifton Strengths online assessment to find out what each individual strengths are, she teaches people how to utilize and maximize their uniqueness to their full potential, both personally and professionally. Her ambition in life is to help people align their being with their doing and lead them towards becoming their true authentic self. Oh my goodness, what an introduction. I loved that so much. So the beautiful Jess is coming on the podcast today to share so much more about the Clifton Strengths assessment and coaching through that and how it can be so transformative for yourself personally, how it can affect all of the relationships that we have in our lives and also professionally, how we can bring it into our workplace, into our businesses, into our teams. And so I feel like there's something in, in this for, for us all. And it's really exciting. I This is one of those topics that I get wildly excited about. So you'll hear that as well in the podcast. It feels like it's like two girlfriends like sitting down talking about something that they're so, so passionate about. So we talk a bit more about what is this Clifton Strengths assessment tool, how you can access it yourself if you're interested in taking that assessment. And then we talk a bit about like how Jess uses it in her own personal life, how she's supported people professionally. And then we do a little bit of a deep dive into my top five strengths. And yeah, obviously you'll hear a whole lot of more insight into me personally, but it's a really beautiful example of how you can use the results and how you can use this beautiful knowledge to support yourself in your personal life, in your professional life and beyond. So there's so much to cover in today's episode. Uh, We also share a bit more about how you can connect with Jess later on in the episode. So stay tuned for that as well. So Without further ado, here is the one and only Jess Connolly. Welcome, gorgeous Jess. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am wildly excited for this conversation today. 
Likewise, for sure. <laughs> very, very much looking forward to it. Oh, so good. I can't wait to dive in. But before we do, we'd love to hear what is your favorite quote and why? So I couldn't choose one. <laughs> so I have chosen, if you have life, you have purpose, mm. which just massively resonates with me because I am all about people finding their being first and aligning that with their doing. So for me, that is huge. And the other one, which I have learned through meeting so many people and them sharing so much of their life through our coaching sessions is never judge someone's book by the chapter you walked in on. Mm. Because I think people are going through stuff all of the time, you know? Yeah. And if you are judging them based on the time and the season that you've walked in on, you'll never really know who they truly are and be able to understand life from their perspective. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. Too. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, so powerful. So different, but beautiful quotes there. I've got goosebumps. That's yeah. Oh, especially that first one really touched me. Thank you so much for sharing that. Love it. So beautiful. Jess, take us back. I mean, you and I connected on, on Instagram. I actually don't know exactly how and when, but it feels like we've been talking about all of the fun, exciting things that we just both absolutely thrive off and just are really passionate about. One of them being the Clifton strengths. So we're going to dive into that a whole lot more today, but I just wanted to share and I feel like people are really going to feel this and hear this today is like your passion and energy behind what it is that you do. I feel like that just shines through so much and it's it's truly magnetic. And I think it was probably one of the things that I felt and connected with you on initially. Um, so I just love that about you. So tell us a little bit more about yeah, you and how you came in to do this work. Yeah, so burnout. <laughs> I went through burnout. We've got three kids and we have a complicated situation. Uh, and it changed my life. It changed what I thought parenthood would be like. And I ended up in burnout. Mm. And I have a counselor slash friend who also happens to be a Clifton Strengths coach who really helped me through that season, helped me understand what burnout was, how to get out of burnout valuable valuable content as part of it she helped me realize that even though parenting was something that I dreamed of and thought was going to be amazing I found it really draining and being a stay-at-home parent in particular where I didn't have enough variety of things that were energizing me it just squashed me to yeah mm. and it was her husband who said, I don't know why you're not a Clifton Strengths coach. Like, what do we have to do to get you to do that? Come on, let's do it. And so I did as part of getting well in 2017. By 2018, I was ready to train as a coach. And so I did. And man, I have loved it. I've met incredible people along the way and continue to have connections with people that I met even at our training, you know, it's been, it's been amazing. So yeah, it was burnout that, you know, helped me find what it was that I was here to contribute to life. Mm, with. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Like that passion is just like oozing through. I love it. But also 
like I feel like so many of us can resonate with even maybe it wasn't burnout, but there's some kind of big pivotal moment in our lives that kind of shakes us or, you know, crumbles things away so that we can come back to, you know, our truth and what, what we're here for and, and, and come back to that alignment. So I love that so much and amazing that you're here doing what you're doing. So for those of, of the listeners who don't know, like, what is the Clifton strengths? Let's start there. And then, yeah, we can pick it apart and and maybe do some case studies on it. I would love to love to chat about it more. Yeah, well, settle in. <laughs> so, <laughs> buckle up. Yeah, buckle up, girlfriend. <laughs> so I really love to give context to the test because I think it's really important that people understand why they've got the results that they have. Mm-hmm. So it's a collective 40 years of research that went into this test. It's not just a little Facebook quiz that you can take. It, they studied 2 million people in 48 different countries. Wow. You know, if you've ever been to a concert and maybe there's like 40 to 60,000 people, imagine being in a room with 2 million people. So wow. it's really an in-depth amount of research that's gone into this assessment. What they were trying to do is figure out what people were just innately good at doing. The things that no one had to teach you how to be good at these things, you just are. They just flow from you, yeah? Yeah. So they had all this information and they started gathering it into groups and they call it themes, but to make it easier for listeners and without me having to go into a whole lot of depth about the difference between a theme and a strength, essentially they had 34 strengths. And so all of this research and information that can go into this theme, this strength, and we'll call that learner or we'll call this group of information input or context or analytical and they came up with 34 of them and I use a shoe analogy to sort of describe how they break these strengths down so once you've taken your test normally we'll just look at the top five strengths that you have but there's actually 34 and with this shoe analogy it's broken down into three tiers The first tier, these are your comfy shoes. These strengths are the strengths that you just don't even notice that you're doing them. You can wear these shoes, these strengths all day long. And they go to sort of numbers 10 to 12. And actually you decide where that cutoff point is based on your feeling towards how often you're using that strength. And a key takeaway from this conversation today is that actually those 10, let's call them 10 strengths, your dominant strengths, they rotate based on the phase of life that you're in. Mm. So if someone has experienced trauma or become a parent or just something massive in their life, you you may find that there's a reshuffling of those dominant strengths, but those will remain your comfy shoes, your comfortable strengths for pretty much your whole life. Mm -hmm. The next tier of shoes are your special occasion shoes. And these shoes you can pop on for a time and you can still do a really good job in them. But they, you kind of can't wait to jump back into your comfy shoes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then the bottom tier, these tend to be really comfortable for somebody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so the idea is that with the strengths-based approach, especially when I'm working with teams, it's about finding people in your world who are wearing your very uncomfortable shoes as their comfortable shoes so that everybody is focusing and honing in on the things that they're amazing at doing. Their soul giftings, the, the reason that they're here is to do these things that come innately from their soul. Yeah. And it's that if everybody is in their flow state, everyone is energized and mm. more uh, impactful in their way of being. Does that make any sense? 
Yes. Yes. I love that analogy. So, so helpful. Yes. I love that. And I think about maybe we should backtrack actually. So my journey into the strength finders or um, actually it used to be called the strength finders test, sorry. And now it's, now it's called the Clifton strings. Yeah, yeah. Name <laughs> um, but my experience with this is that I actually got gifted this from mm. one of my gorgeous friends. We've been friends since play center. So we, we were like, we little, that. little ones. Yeah. And she was my girl who we would have like big DNM conversations with. And she got into the space and, and did it for herself, I think. And then she was like, this is so cool I want to give it to you I think you'll love it so she gifted yeah. it to me I did it back in this was I'd done quite a bit of personal development work personally but before I became a coach but I was kind of thinking about moving in this way and I did it for myself and I was just like oh my goodness this is magic this is like gold I love it so much and it was one of those things it's not like any other personality test it's not like you know for example like the Myers-Briggs or something where I feel like you can be a little bit more subjective or um I feel like this is like, it's a really in-depth question, questionnaire, right? Or, or assessment, yeah. uh, we should probably call it. And yeah, you come out with these beautiful strengths. And so I actually only know my top five. I don't know my 32. So I'm actually now really curious about this. But as we were prepping for this <laughs> this conversation today, this episode, um, you you shared, do you want to do the test? And obviously I'd already done it. But then I was thinking, oh, actually I did this a long time ago. It was maybe like six, seven years ago you know, and I asked, would this, would the, would these have changed for me? Um, and like you shared, it was like, maybe there's that reshuffling, but actually these are yours. These are your innate gifts for life type of thing. And I, I really like that. And knowing you're so right. I really like the comfy shoe analogy because it's like, you don't have to think about it. It just is you. It's like these, these, these are just things that are a part of you that come so, so naturally and, and effortlessly. Um, so yeah, I love that analogy. That's so good. Yeah, they say your strengths are hiding in plain sight. Yes. So often you are unaware of them. And actually, I would say that is one of my favorite parts about coaching people. They haven't noticed these as a strength. Mm. I would say the empathy strength. A lot of people feel that it's a real hindrance in their life Mm. until we're able to reframe it and see the beauty in it and look at it more like a gifting rather than that hindrance that they have thought oh I'm just so emotional when I'm this and I'm that but actually no you're a gift to the world yeah yes yeah beautiful yeah. I love that you touched on that as well actually because I remember that being something else that she mentioned to me this gorgeous friend of mine was that it was a, in a really positive way like it was about how can and, and a practical way of like how can you one uncover and, and yeah, make known these beautiful gifts and strengths of yours, but how can you use them? Yeah. In a really positive way to impact your life and, and your world, your work, your business, your team, whatever it is. And then it was so like, so transferable. It was like, it was always you and you've always got these, these gifts and these strengths, right. And how can you use them in different environments and, and use them to your advantage, I guess. Absolutely. And I think what I would say to that is when you've taken the assessment, you get five words if you've paid just to unlock the top five as opposed to the 34. And they have a wonderful write-up and Gallup, who is the website in which you take the assessment on, they will send you a lot of emails on yes. information about that strength over the up-and-coming days. But I always say to my clients, Taking the test and getting your five words is like taking a photograph of the Grand Canyon. 
Mm. It's having the coaching session that feels like you've had the experience of being there. It's personalizing it to your life and the different roles and relationships that you're in. And it's an opportunity to teach people that these words, these strengths, they're not in control of you, but actually you are in control of them. Mm-hmm. And that we, I have these exercises that I do in my individual coaching sessions about volume control, dialing up the volume of one strength. And when is it time to dial the volume down when what does that strength look like when it's an overdrive versus optimized and sometimes underdrive Mm -hmm. you know we have these conversations about that and it's all personalized to your life and so it makes it so practical and when you walk out of that room you're thinking I'm actually amazing (laughs) really amazing because this is all talking about your strengths it's it's we're talking about what's right with you as yeah. opposed to all the work-ons and the areas of yes. failings and your weaknesses and, and try harder here, you know, it's a totally different approach. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And it, yeah, it literally is focusing on your strengths, not the weaknesses or the areas to improve on a hundred percent. Oh, so, so good. And I'm assuming it's been an absolute game changer for you personally. And obviously with the people that you work with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has changed my personal life enormously I know now to go straight to my strengths when I'm feeling frustrated or Uh, when I'm celebrating successes I can see which strengths were at play in order to either achieve that success or why am I feeling so frustrated I would say my strengths have become also my indicators for red flags Mm-hmm. So I now look and think, oh, no, I can't do that job because I know that my strengths are going to be really bothered doing that. Or I'm going to clash with that person's strengths and we're not well matched. Or, wow. oh, I need that person on my team because we are going to really accomplish our common goals together if we align our strengths, you know? So, so certainly, and in marriage, oh my gosh, understanding that what is my top strength and my number 34 is my husband's weather opposite. Oh, wow. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, fascinating. So my number one strength is responsibility. Is it? Oh, Yes, and I noticed you have it there at number five. Yeah. Yes. And his is adaptability, which ah. his, his adaptability is all about going with the flow and just cruising and his <laughs> nature is so calm, cool and collected. And I'm all about execution, but not just getting something done, but with excellence, I have to give my absolute best to everything that I put my mind to mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, raise your hand <laughs> if you've got responsibility, responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So understanding that about us has been really great because when we're yeah. parenting, how do you think that comes out in our style of parenting? We're yes. positive. So I've learned to dial down my responsibility strength And look to his adaptability strength to find where is the happy medium for our children? You know, instead of wrapping them up in in, uh, bubble wrap, it's, no, Liam's okay about it. So maybe I should just watch and see how the situation unfolds a little, like give them a bit more room to breathe and to play and to learn and explore and discover, you know? Mm, So fascinating. Now I I really want to go and do my 32 now. (laughs) So maybe after this, I'm going to have to do this. And also I should share, we'll pop the link in the, in the show notes as well for people to go take the test if they're interested as well. Would you recommend those starting with the full 32 or the top five or like, 
like, what would your recommendations be? Yeah, what I would say is that it is cheaper to purchase all 34 right at the get-go. Right. But I learned this the hard way. You can only coach someone on their top five to begin with. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was giving a gift to people trying to coach them through all of their 34 but I learned that the information didn't land it didn't stick in the same way because there's just so much content to unpack yeah so if it's an affordability thing just get your top five anyway and go and see a coach and it doesn't even have to be me just whoever you feel like you'll resonate with I am all for it you find who's going to speak to you in a way that you're going to understand yeah. it and get the benefits out of it absolutely so yeah good. and there's, so a, uh, there's a, a the strengths network you can go onto their website which is some who I trained under and they've got a whole selection of people that you can go and see a coach if you're wanting to see amazing. someone face to face rather than on zoom with me yeah absolutely just get amazing coached. yes I love it I <laughs> love learn it learn about yourself absolutely yeah Oh, I, yeah, you know how much I love coaching. So yeah, (laughs) all for it. We'll, we'll share all of those in the, in the show notes. Okay. So shall we dive into maybe a little bit of a case, case example and, and um, maybe we can talk through some of mine or you can share examples from, uh, you know, you or your other clients, if you like, I would love to hear like, how does this work in practical terms? Like how can we apply this to our lives and our businesses and how can it be really transformative for us? Great question. I think the more you know yourself, the more you can give to life. Mm, So beautiful. If if you go on a journey of self discovery using Clifton Strengths, for example, it will give you words to the way that you are naturally wired to think, how you act, and how you feel towards Mm. different things, because your strengths will be different than mine. So even if we're working on the same goal, we will come at it from different filters. Yes. So if you can understand yourself first and then the others on your team, you will know immediately who the right person is to help you achieve your goals Mm. in particular. At home, I think it's wildly important in a relationship to understand your person. And what's going to bring the best out of them? What's going to bring the worst out of them? And you will find the answers to that through your strengths. Yeah. Because it creates a common language. Oh, my learner has been dialed up way too high and I can't put my books down or my study down because I'm too entrenched. But actually these all these other things in my life that need my attention, but I'm just too engrossed and focused. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. all of a sudden your husband can say, hey, I think it's time to turn turn the tap off of uh learner <laughs> you know give it and reintegrate yourself back into the world yeah, yeah so it's absolutely. creative language that you can use yeah amazing so so good all right should we share my top five yes please uh, do you want to share your top five yeah I do I'm, so- I'm now really curious now that I know that you've got responsibility too Yeah, but the thing is, is that because I have unlocked my whole 34, I resonate enormously with my whole uh, strengths. I'll read my five though. Or maybe the top ones you resonate with. Yeah. Okay. So I have got responsibility as number one, activator, number two, number three is communication, four is individualization, 
And then I have Achiever as number five. So pretty much I'm here in the world to execute stuff, to get stuff done. Yeah, <laughs> I love Checks it. Some boxes, <laughs> but with a really cheerful dis, uh, disposition. <laughs> you know, underneath that, I've got um, I've got woo, which stands for winning others over. I've got mm. uh, focus, strategic, arranger, and I haven't read it in order because number six is a strength that is commonly misinterpreted by people. And it's not a very common strength to have. And so da, 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 number six, I have command, which ah. is my ability, I guess, to cut through the noise, to mm. be, to lead a room when it needs to be led. I and feel that. This one has the ability to go into overdrive. And so many people in your world that you are looking at, as perhaps the bossy people or the very intense or my way or the highway people, they have it in overdrive. Yeah, right. We have coached them. Yes. <laughs> help them understand what optimize looks like. Man, they've got a powerful tool under their I was going to say that it's interesting that you, you said it in that way, because I actually see that as like a wonderful strength. I see that oh, as a superpower. It yeah, is. it absolutely is. Especially maybe that's some, these, one of mine. <laughs> I, I resonate uh, with that one, but maybe lower down my list. Never know. Never know. It might be your number six. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But so that's my strengths. What are yours? I love it. I love it. It's just like a show and tell, like, what are yours? And this is my picture. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So mine are in this order, learner, achiever, communication, belief, and responsibility. Yeah. So when I first did this, <laughs> when I first did this, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, yes, a learner, yes, achiever, like a thousand percent to achiever communication. Yes. But then the belief one, I was like, mm, what does that mean a bit more? So, and I probably still want to gain a little bit more clarity on that personally. Um, and then also, yeah, that responsibility one, I was like, oh, okay then. Yes. <laughs> I was like, it makes total sense, but I was like, it didn't feel like <laughs> a quote unquote cool one. I know, um, right? I've got like, another one. I don't want to be the responsible person, but actually when I read more about it, and maybe you can give more context to this, but I was like, actually, you know, being really responsible means that people often open up to you, means that people often trust you. Um, uh, tell me if I'm wrong here, but this is my take on it. And I was like, oh yeah, this this does make sense. And then I was thinking about, you know, this is pre-coaching days when I had those lists. I was like, does that does that equate into the type of you know, the way of working and the the business that I wanted to create, i.e. I wanted to coach people, does that kind of equate to being a good coach? I remember saying this to my friend at the time and I was like, yeah, I think all of those skills and strengths are really important for what I do um, and lend really well to coaching. So I was like, yeah, 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 win, win, win. But yeah, those last two, I was like, hmm. So I'll, I'll give you free for all here, T share more. I don't know where you want to take this, but would love to learn more. Yeah, well, I think let's just have a loose discussion around each one of them and kind of unpack them slightly. Amazing. Obviously, I won't dive into all the big, deep personal questions. <laughs> oh, I'm an open book. We can share whatever. <laughs> well, um, let's start with learner. Amazing. So I, I love the strength. It Essentially, if you could, could take anything away from what I'm going to say, it's this. You will forever be a student. Mm. a student of something and you will find that 
learning new things is so energizing to you. Yeah. For some people, they love to share their information with other people. Like they love to, what, what I would call it is see the lights come on for somebody else. Yeah. But for some others, it's just about having the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important in your language, especially with your um, husband and, and close friends, that if you've gone off to go and learn something, like let's say all of a sudden you want to become a photographer, you just want to learn how to take really beautiful photographs. It's not necessarily because you want to start a new business and become a photographer. You just mm-hmm. want to learn the skill and the art and how to do it really well. Yeah. Amazing. yeah so you are forever going to be a student learning 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 you've got a curious mind a sort of you're interested and inquisitive yeah I think that's that's my take on it too and it's interesting right now in this point in time in my life with the season of my life I feel like maybe it's slightly lower down the list but when I did this the first time around and probably my earlier years, which which also kind of makes sense. I loved learning. Like I was, I was like the teacher's pet kind of person. I just, and, and also <laughs> imagine that with uh, responsibility as well. Oh yes. True, true, true. <laughs> but also I'm always that why person. And I think this is what also comes through. I was like, but tell me more, like, why is that the way? Or I'm always asking questions, no matter what it is, but even in a coaching context, I'm like, but I want to get to, I want to learn more. I want to understand this more. I want to unpack this, like getting to the bottom of things is really important for me. Um, But yeah, that's really interesting. And maybe, yeah, maybe something for me to lean into is like learning, but in a different way now you know what I would do I would look at it as an indulgent strength for this season that you're in right now yes so you've become a mother and you're still giving huge amount of energy towards your business and all your coaching and everything yeah I would look at it as totally a little indulgent gift that yes. I learn something just for myself not for the purpose of sharing it with your clients or for yes. anything other than just I need to re-energize myself and in order to do that I need to go and learn something yes yes thank you for sharing that that's helpful amazing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh so achiever yes this is your, yeah three <laughs> up. this yeah. is your get it done strength yeah so oh this is you're all about through. to-do lists and <laughs> prioritizing and do you know what it doesn't necessarily oh no wrong choice of words it won't drain you to have lots of things on your to-do list so long as you're seeing progress yes but it's important to note for an achiever that sometimes it's more about just ticking off one very important task mm. and your achiever is fizzing. It's yes. Like, oh, man, that felt good. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Me to absolutely. a T. Yeah. I so- think maybe this is the one that potentially can go in overdrive for me. Um or like the downside perhaps. And yeah. And also in this season of my life and motherhood, obviously where my time is so much more limited than it perhaps was previously, like feeling a sense of achievement is huge for me. So it's like just reframing what those achievements are in this season of my life, I think. Um, Yeah. Or like the little things or yeah. What is the one thing that I can achieve today type of thing. And you know what an achiever sometimes struggles to do? rest yeah definitely you won't see an achiever put their toes in the sand unless it's on their to-do list (laughs) you know like today I shall relax (laughs) once I've ticked all these boxes (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah. And actually, uh, an achiever sometimes struggles to celebrate their successes. Mm. To stop and say, well done, pat on the back, you did it. Yeah. Now you can have a cup of tea. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? But I think when you talk about it being an overdrive, it does look like what we're talking about forgetting to relax, forgetting to stop and have a cup of tea, forgetting mm. to give attention to the people that really also want your love and attention. Yeah. Um, what's your love language? Uh, words of affirmation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Because commonly for Achiever, it can be acts of service. Ah, well, yes, they that would probably be my second. Them. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's quite common to have it, you know, I guess in your more dominant Love yes yes yeah I I just think for me like I'm a doer I always have been I'm a generator as a man and um sorry yeah. in human design like I'm just generator. yes and right. um I just yeah getting stuff done is is my thing <laughs> yeah absolutely so do you take downtime yeah I mean I would absolutely say that I'm not a good rester <laughs> and I've had to work on that and also yeah. the piece around celebrating and I think once I came into coaching that really that really became more of my my everyday life and and I think that's that's huge and I think it's obviously what I teach my clients as well but me practicing what I preach for sure um yeah I, I think it's one of those things is like it absolutely is a strength. Like it's just something that just come, like you say, it's those comfy shoes. It's not, not even something I think about. It's just me. I just do. And um, Brooke, oh, my husband always reflects this back to me. Like even in this season of my life, he's like, I have no idea how you do all the things that you do because, you know, I've, I've got a nine month old baby. I'm still her pr primary caregiver. I work basically 10 hours a week max on my business and still run quite a big business. And he's like, but how do you do all this stuff? But it's just, it just, just is me and um I wouldn't say it's necessarily easy all of that that's another conversation but yeah I think <laughs> I think um yeah I think it just it just comes to me it just is me so what you're talking about is your comfy shoes yeah for sure they are hiding in plain sight yeah and it doesn't drain you to achieve it energizes you yes to yes and I get wildly frustrated when I'm not achieving yeah <laughs> but I would say to someone who's a high achiever, especially with responsibility, because when we get to that, responsibility essentially is like a great big magnifying glass of all of your strengths. It, mm. it magnifies them. Yeah. Interesting. So your achiever is 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 sort of next level. Yes. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay. But what I want to do is tell you this little tidbit that my sister told me recently. And I feel like it's been such a gift and I want to share it. Mm. It's to imagine yourself is an 80 year old and you've been just given an opportunity to zoom back into this present moment right now that we're in mm -hmm. you're young and you're youthful and you're recording a podcast or it might be that you are holding your baby in that moment and you get to live again in this present moment to see it for all the gift that it is mm. and it just helps you come back into the now, into the present, yeah. and just be. And you don't have to be achieving in every moment, just observing, just watching, just being. Yeah. Really phenomenal tool just to come back as an 80 year old as a gift to this moment. Yeah, and beautiful. Just enjoy. 
they get that perspective in the sand (laughs) yeah absolutely I love that thank you so much for sharing that beautiful um so tell, tell me my other ones communication beliefs responsibility I picked communication for you, if I'm honest, before you mm. even yeah, told me what your strengths were. Communication essentially is that you have a message that you want to have heard. So yeah. communication comes in many different forms. For some people, it's in their photography or it could be in their art or it could be in their writing, their storytelling, or it could be in just the way that they speak, that they love to use eloquent words. And really at the heart of communication, it's that you have a message that you want to be heard. Interesting. Yeah. So I see it in you all the time. You do speak beautifully. And I love your selection of word choices. You Aww. make a normal sentence sound stunning. So I That's can so weird to, to hear you say that. <laughs> I would yeah. never have thought of that, but amazing. Yeah. <laughs> These are the comfy shoes that I don't see. <laughs> unaware of, yeah. But mostly it is so important for you to make sure that what you are saying to people is resonating, that they yep. are getting it, that it is landing, that yes. it's going to create change or it's going to have the impact that you really desire. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's, so like, oh my goodness, is, yes, that coaching. is so important. She's got a podcast, she's on YouTube. She wants her message to be heard. <laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness, right? yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for some people, it's very easy to dial up that communication into overdrive and they are those lovely humans in your world that are the lengthiest storytellers <laughs> they're so creative that they never land their story it goes from a instead of to b it goes to z and q and r and s and l it's all mm-hmm. over the show before they actually get to their point yeah and so in a coaching session we talk about how to refine your communication yeah amazing I feel like younger Evie was probably a little bit like that or just like, no, but I need you to hear this thing out. You know, that that would kind of be the energy I would go into with, especially when it was something that was really important and passionate, like I was passionate about. Um, Maybe I've refined it a little bit more. Hopefully I have refined it a bit more in in more recent years. But yeah, I think it's, it's that's maybe it's also the responsibility laid on top of it, but it's like, yeah, I, I think that comes through maybe I'm putting this into my business context and I'm assuming it obviously will play into my personal life as well, but like really having, like, I really need people to know my message. Like I, I'm so passionate about it. I think it's that sense of like, how do I even put that into words? I think you have put it into words. I think it's just really highlighting that you're here in life for a purpose Mm. and your purpose is found in your being. And you're trying to align your being with your doing. Yes. <laughs> so you want your message to be heard, the value of understanding yourself and the value of contributing to life in a meaningful way. Mm. And you want everybody to have that same opportunity. So you're living proof of, of exactly that. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Yes. That, yeah. You summed it up beautifully. Absolutely. It's interesting. Like I kind of... Initially, when I read communication, I was like, oh, so what I'm good at, you know, speaking and communicating with other people. But yeah, there's, it's more to that. It's, it's that sense of sharing your message and yeah, getting that out. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. 
Beautiful. So shall we dive into belief? Yes. So this is the one that I probably understand the least amount. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if there were ever a sales pitch for anyone to sign up to any offering that you're giving, this next two are going to be it. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So I feel like you're going to get a few new clients. (laughs) Sure. Come on. Yeah. So belief is about your core values. This Mm -hmm. speaks to who you truly, truly are. You value your values. And every decision you make will be based on your values. And it's so important to you that you help other people make decisions based on their values. Mm. You are the kind of person who needs a cause and a purpose. And so if you ever find yourself feeling flat, it's probably because you don't feel like you've got a cause or a purpose. Mm -hmm. You need to wake up every day knowing that you are in full alignment with those beliefs and those values of yours and that you're contributing somehow in a valuable way that day. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. That makes me think about my transition from physio to coaching. Like I loved physio beforehand and that was my act of service and my purpose, but it got to a point where I was like, but there's more. And that wasn't quite fully in alignment anymore. And I was growing and changing. And that's when I was like, oh, but coaching and then my own business that really allows me to, yeah, yeah, to have, to have that, like to, yeah, to live out those values and to really do my sense of purpose. I love what you've touched on there because you are speaking the belief language beautifully. Oh. (laughs) Because belief has like alarm bells if something's wrong here. So Ah. you'll see it in people, you'll see it in every sphere of your world. All of a sudden something's wrong here. I'm off alignment. Do you know what I talk about? Your soul being like a compass. Mm. And your compass, your soul is so attracted to what is right for you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that when it is slightly off, your soul is whispering to you, hey, hey, what's wrong here? Let's just jump back into alignment for what is is right for you and your next steps and your next moves. Interesting. So I teach that in, sorry, I interrupted you there. Um, See, I, I often say that that would be my intuition, like, and I, right. And I often share this and coach people through this of like tuning into their own inner compass and their own inner wisdom and intuition. But would you say that maybe mine's just like ramped right up or it's just really fine tuned or like, how would you, like, I believe that everyone would have that, but what would you say to that? All of the above. I think of my soul oddly, or no, not my soul, my intuition, my uh, listening to my soul, my intuition is like a muscle. Mm. And the more you use it, the stronger it gets, the louder yep. it kind of vibes through that you can yes. hear what your intuition is and like your compass being yes. on track. Yeah. But remember, of course, you've got responsibility, which is that magnifier, which sort of heightens your strengths to next level. Next level, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we all need Evie as our coach. Okay. <laughs> So tell me about responsibility. Yeah. And how does it magnify the others? I want to know more about that. Because of its excellence mindset. Mm. So everything that you put your mind to, you approach it with excellence. Mm -hmm. So can I draw a picture? (laughs) I'm going to try and explain it as we go. I'm using this instead of my whiteboard because my whiteboard is too reflective. So this. Uh, I'm about to draw big swooping up and downs in one line. 
So if this is the highs and lows of a project, mm -hmm. let's use the adaptability strength, which is my husband's that we talked about earlier. Adaptability just likes to achieve the job. They just want to see it done so they don't have to think it anymore. I think about it anymore. So just to get the tick at the finish. <laughs> uh, this is not the case for all adaptabilities, but this is my husband's mantra. C's get degrees, which <laughs> for me is like, I can't even bear, I can't cope with that. Oh, because it's my number one strength responsibility. So mm -hmm. over here, responsibility cruises along the peaks of this project. And where they are finding the most satisfaction is in the, these top peaks here. When they mm -hmm. are seeing excellence, that's when they are thriving and they're energized and they are on fire. That <laughs> is responsibility. <laughs> Giving of your best to everything that you have committed to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is why you're a wonderful coach because you don't just come at a, at a person's situation, their business, their coaching whatever industry they're in, you come at it with how can we maximize this and how can we bring excellence to what you're offering people? Yeah. Amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm all like, yeah, energized and all like, yes, 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 yes. And when you were saying like the adaptability like cruises and just wants to get it done, I was like, I could not think of anything worse. <laughs> no, because you need five stars. Because achiever is about also doing really, really well and often better than your peers. And then responsibility is like, well, let's just smash it out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, let's really impress oh you guys. You're <laughs> absolutely speaking my language. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. I'm just like, this is a hundred percent me to a T. So oh, this is, this is amazing. Thank you so much. I'm getting really excited about this. So <laughs> I feel like in reflection of what you've shared, maybe my order of my top five had changed slightly because of this massive transition in my personal life, this new season becoming a mother. I think, yeah, responsibility would be higher. Um, and maybe the learner is lower down or like you say, it's, yeah, it's not like my main focus in this, in this, yeah, in the season, but maybe it's my, what were your words again? Um, oh, I can't remember. My indulgent project of like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, have fun on bit, the side kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Um, and oh, I was so I fascinating. Think, um, while you're in a season of giving so much to others, use this to give back to yourself. The learning part. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, this is something that I need right now. And if I'm going to continue to have an excellence mindset and everything without getting into overdrive and burnout, I also need to be putting into the, the tank. Yes. Sure. Yes. That's a really lovely way of doing that. Sorry. Yeah. That's a lo really lovely way of, of seeing that. And I think I probably have, maybe it's coupled with all of my other strengths that learning often is to achieve learning is to yeah. create excellence and in it. Communication to give back. Yeah. And so often my learning and because I love it as well, right? Like, and this is not a bad thing as such, but seeing it as yeah, like a fun passion project for me type of thing to learn that kind of seems quite foreign because often the learning has been coupled with business or my job or my work or fitness and health and sport and, you know, all of those sorts of things. And yeah, like I said, maybe it's the achiever and the responsibility, like magnifying all of that. Uh, well, I'm hoping you can put on your to-do list to send me a DM of something you've chosen to learn just for yourself. Yes. Um, yes. 
<laughs> I love that you're lovingly challenging me there. <laughs> so coach like of you. Amazing. Okay, Luna. Um, oh, look, this has been fascinating. We could talk about this for ages. So tell me how how do you then apply it into maybe a business or a work team sense? Yeah. I've just got one thing that I really want to introduce into the conversation, which is a really important part of teams and personal. So I'm going to yes. dive into it now. Sure. With the triangle, the only thing that makes a triangle point to the top is if both sides are even. Mm. Yeah. With your strengths, on one side of that triangle, we have all your skills and your knowledge, all the things that we've just listed off about your responsibility strength or your belief strength, right? We've got that length of the triangle, all your skills and knowledge, right? But on the other side of the triangle is your character. It's your behavior. Mm. And it's you have to constantly ask yourself around every single one of your strengths, is my behavior good for me and good for others? Is it a win-win? Oh, I love that. Because it's so easy to be so familiar with your strength and just dive in hot and heavy, you know, because it energizes you, mm-hmm. but it can be too much for others. Mm. And it's recognizing it's no longer a win for them, but it's a win for me. This is a great one for communication. Yeah. So those people that are going A, B, C, D, E, F, G before they, you know, land their point, it's an overdrive. So is my behavior good for me and good for others? Is what I'm talking about interesting to this person before I start sharing my mm-hmm. long story yeah so that's really important personally but it's really important in teams and that's a big big part of my team coaching is helping mm-hmm. everybody understand what a win-win looks like using their strengths also I love to help them learn and understand how they can borrow or leverage each other's strengths mm-hmm. to achieve their goals hugely important part of of coaching yeah so I don't know if that really answered your question as such (laughs) I I love that yeah absolutely the the other thing that was kind of dawning on me and I don't know again if this resonates or not or relates but um like I often share this with with my husband Brooke is that some of my yeah some of my strengths my traits uh my greatest assets, but they can also be my greatest downfalls. And I would, I guess that's kind of similar to what you're sharing around them being an overdrive where or, or being in balance and, and regulated around them. Maybe, maybe like, would you agree there? I think just like the achiever in me can, I can get so much stuff done. You give me a to-do list, we'll get it done for you kind of thing. But then also, yeah, what is the, the expense of that? And and the downfall can be, you know, if I, if I let that go in overdrive, am I neglecting other parts of my life or am I going into the burnout territory or whatever it might be? Um, Could you speak to that? Is that sort of what you're. I, you know, I I always come back to that volume control. So, you know, a sound desk, And you can dial up the volume or dial it down. Yeah. It's learning what strength do I actually need in this moment, in this conversation, in this team situation. Yeah. Strengths are going to help me to be successful here. And what are going to, uh, what strengths do I need to dial down, you know, and where's the win? Where's, where is the right volume for this situation? And I have so many people come back to me 
using their strengths language, saying, I just put it on mute and I just dialed the volume up of woo and I walked into that room and I won everybody over. <laughs> because, yeah, you know, it's it's understanding that you are in control of the volume of these. They mm. are not in the control of you unless you are unaware of your behavior. You know, yeah. is my yeah, behavior is self- for others. That self-awareness piece. Yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, this is like do doing the test is amazing or the assessment is amazing, but also like having that a self-awareness in everyday life and the the practical um applications of this. Like you say, yeah. the behavior, is this the win-win? What do I need in this moment, in this situation, or in this team environment or this project? And yeah, and I think also, and this is what I would love. Uh, and I'm sure you thrive off this as well as like learning about other people in your team or who you're working with or who you're coaching or who's in your business or whatever it might be. And yeah. And knowing how you can best work together to achieve stuff or um, yeah. Playing to each other's strengths. Yeah. And who are the right two people to work together to get that achieved, you know? Mm, Yes. Yes. And I do a lot of work around people understanding the perspective of other people's strengths. Yeah. There's some strengths, like I talked about command earlier, that are wildly misinterpreted or misunderstood. Yes. One being the word or strength rather, discipline. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really mean discipline in, in the way that we interpret it to. It's actually all about order and structure and decluttering and systems. Yeah. And so those people, they walk into their team environment and they want to organize and declutter and create structure, right? But to other people, they're like, oh, they're so high maintenance and they're, you know, so intense. Mm-hmm. But if the minute you can bring an awareness to the fact that the reason they do all of that order and structure is so that if we all have a system that we can follow, we can all fly. Yeah. And it's actually the heart of it is love. Yes. Yes. But it's so misinterpreted. Yes. So we bring that kind of content around many different strengths, but I'm using discipline in this example. When I bring that to the table, you just see people's pennies dropping going, ah. Yeah. And then you, you're learning so much information about a person in, in in a couple of hours of a session, you're thinking, I've learned more about you than I would have learned in two or three years of working with you. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you have, you know what's going to bring the best out in that person and you know what's going to bring the worst out. You know where to place them in your team. Mm-hmm. And I've had situations where I've coached someone and they're about to leave their job because they're so unhappy in their job, yet they love who they're working for. And they love the content that's involved in their industry, but they were at the wrong end of the the job, really. And I had to have a conversation with the managers to say, hey, have you considered moving this person into this kind of role? Because that's where their strengths are aligned. Anyway, they did. They moved this person and they thrived Mm. there. They they maximized that industry enormously because they were they just in the wrong spot you know yeah. the the uh managers were so happy to keep that person because they were very valuable and became even more valuable in the right role yeah i can i can just imagine yeah i i love that so much that's so beautiful and it, yeah bringing out the best in people allowing them to thrive allowing the team to thrive as well the win win an analogy i love that so much mm. how beautiful what a what a gift this is like such a cool i mean i was always a fan but now just learning so much more about it and and hearing your like passion and wisdom around this is just 
yeah, sparked that again and just really highlighted how how important it is and yeah. how amazing the tool is. Yeah. It's, it's not me, it's the tool. And they have put years of research into yeah. refining, 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 so that it has more and more impact. And it really does have the power to change the entire trajectory of someone's life if they're willing to learn who they are, you That's know? So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. That's so beautiful. Amazing. Well, we could honestly talk about this for hours, literally, (laughs) (laughs) and I would love to keep chatting, but I am cautious of your time. So thank you so much, but I would love to, like, is there any final words, anything else that you'd love to add in that perhaps we didn't touch on today? Um, Yeah, I think I would just say there is so much value in embarking on a journey to find out who you are. Mm. And there are many different ways in which you can do that. Yeah. But I would start here. I would start with finding out what your strengths are because this is your soul language. I talk about our souls having like a thumbprint. Yes. They are full always of love and peacefulness and stillness and harmony and joy. Amazing. But in that soul is a little thumbprint. And though I don't think the universe uses 34 strengths words to define (laughs) that. I think these are your giftings. And if you can start to find out what it is that you are here to do, and it's in these words, it's, it's in your way of being. If you can start to hone in on that, every decision you make will help you be in alignment with the path that you were called to be on. Mm. So start a discovery journey and maybe start here with strengths. Amazing. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom and knowledge and experience and passion and love. I love it so much. Um, Amazing, amazing. So where can the listeners find you? Where can we, we'll link obviously the <laughs> test, the assessment itself, but also would love to share your beautiful work and business. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. And I'm currently under Jess Connolly Strengths Coach. And I think that's the best way to find me. Otherwise, we'll link my email address as well in the show notes. Yes, absolutely. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jess. This has been the best. I'm just fizzing now. (laughs) I'm so glad. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for having me. I've really appreciated it. And uh, I've loved that I already feel like I know you so much better just from being able to go through your strengths, you know? So thank you for sharing. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for unpacking it. And that's the cool thing, right? Is that obviously a a self-assessment tool as well. So you understand yourself, but like you say, you then get to understand someone else so much better. So yeah, I love that so much. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh my goodness, wasn't that just the best? I am still absolutely fizzing from our conversation. So, so good. So I wanted to take the opportunity to also share that Jess offers one-off coaching sessions around the Clifton Strengths. So if you have done your assessment, if you want to do the assessment and have a session with her where she can unpack it with you, coach you through it to really optimize uh, how you can implement it in your own life and business, then absolutely get amongst that. All of the links are in the show notes to contact her so I hope you also reach out to her if that's of interest to you wasn't that epic for all of the details and things we talked about in today's show you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast 
And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.